Hello, fellow riders. This is your host, Rusty James. It is Wednesday, January 13, 2016, and this is the ride. Hey, my friends, I hope you're doing well today on this beautiful January morning. We've come through a period of snow, and now it's just looking pretty, but we're in good shape. I trust you are too. So what's up? Haven't talked to you in a while. I was listening to Max McLean today, 2 Corinthians. He's reminding us, or God is through him, that we are not to use the world's thinking when we look at people. I forget what chapter it was, but uh, you can find it. We're not, a, we're not to use the world's standards or the world's opinions or the world's viewpoint when looking at others, when, when measuring evaluation on someone, we're to use the eyes of Christ. So we cannot, even though we might be joking, we really shouldn't be making statements about people. I don't care if it's your boss or the President of the United States. He sees them differently than the world does. And we ought to be seeing these people the way Jesus does. Not one person on this planet who's alive is outside of the grace of God. Now, I have a hard time wrapping my brain around that one because I would rather make quick judgments about people and their motives. I can judge motives. I'm allowed to do that. I can't judge the person, though. So if someone's motives are wrong and sinful and disastrous, I might make a determination that I need not, you know, walk arm in arm with them. And I'm not talking about married people. I'm talking about just people. I might not want to be equally yoked with them. There was talk of that, too, that we're not to be equally yoked with unbelievers. So on the one hand, we're told not to judge people according to the world's measure of judgment, but we're to let that judgment be God's and we need to have grace toward all. But we also need to judge the motives and determine whether or not we're going to walk in agreement with sin, with the wrong motives. I don't see a hypocrisy there at all. You know, a judge, an earthly judge, has to make a determination about a disciplinary action that is a result of a crime. They have to make a determination. They're in that place, appointed place, to do that. And they judge the motives, and then there's discipline according to the motives. And we make determinations about people based on their motives. And, and we may want to use that to judge people. And the Bible is telling us to be cautious. I think probably the caution is there because we are to be people of reconciliation. Because Christ was a reconciler. And you can't reconcile with somebody if you've chosen to discount their worth. It happens in marriages all the time. 
somebody wrongs somebody else and because of that wrong motive and sin the person is judged by the other the person is deemed unworthy unfit for the role that they had and they are banished and God says I'm a God of reconciliation how many times will God forgive you as many times as needed I know it's a hard thing to hear you know forgive I don't know what the real answer is to be honest with you I don't I don't know how to do it in my own strength the only way that I can do it is if I'm asking God for help that's the only way maybe he knows that maybe he knows the only way that we are able to do that is if we are in tune with him constantly in relationship with him because if we weren't there is no way that we could do that word well that's pretty smart actually I never said that God wasn't smart that right there means that I can't I can't stand on my own and make a judgment about somebody else I can't do it if I do it I'm sinning and the only way that I can not do it is if I am spending time with God and really having his heart is there someone in your life that you need to reconcile with that you need to forgive some of you have people that you need to forgive and, and they need to know that you've forgiven them and some you need to forgive and they don't necessarily need to know but you need to truly forgive them in that latter case I'm wondering if you've already said that you've forgiven them in the past but you keep thinking on that issue or you keep bringing it up in conversation then you really haven't forgiven them I remember a friend who almost as a matter of pride would bring up this situation you know almost every time I'd see the person you know maybe a couple times a year when I would see this person and, and they would bring up this situation and and they would almost be in a well they would be in a spirit of pride saying you know that they had forgiven the other person and I'm thinking no you haven't if you had forgiven the other person you would have dropped it you would have not been bringing it up each time we see each other so here's a little indicator and if you've really forgiven somebody is when it comes up because you'll remember I mean you you'll remember the incident or or the person you know it'll come to your remembrance so the fact that it comes to your remembrance isn't an indication that you haven't forgiven them but what you do with that thought is important do you hold that thought to be obedient to Christ or do you hold on to that thought and let it stroke your pride and 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 let you remember that they wronged you but I forgave them if it's a matter of pride it's not forgiven that's that's my interpretation I think if the thought comes up and you get this sense from the Lord when it comes to your remembrance the situation 
and you get the sense that, oh man, I am so glad that I was able to let that thing go, and thank you, Lord, for helping me do it. Let's move on. I think you're in a good shape. And for those who need to actually go to someone, it can be very humbling. And can I tell you, if it's between you and a person, don't do it in front of anyone else. Find a time when you can be just one-on-one with that person and let them know, you know, how the Lord has dealt with you, with how you should approach that situation. And let them know that the Lord has given you strength to just release that and to forgive them. And then let it go. And don't use it as some kind of a power play. If you do, you're just gaming, and let's not do games. So think long and hard about, you know, the people in your life, the grudges that you might be holding. You might not even know it. It, it might be festering within your soul, and you don't even know it really. You can have some private time with the Lord and ask Him to reveal some of that. It could very well be that that, once released, puts you on a path of freedom that you didn't know you could be on. I'm just offering suggestions here. And then for the ultimate, the ultimate, haven't touched on this one yet, many people listening, I'm sure, have not forgiven themselves. I want to let that sink in a minute. Christ died for everyone on the planet. We always say that, you know, Christ died for everyone. And he also died for you. That means he's forgiven you. And he said in his word that we're not to judge others based on the world's criteria, but that's left to God. And we're to see people through the eyes of Christ. So, if you have had a problem doing that with your own self, today's a day to change. We're always seeming to remember the bad things we do, and we focus on the bad things, the things that need to be corrected. And if we are not careful, we'll get overwhelmed with that. And we will make a worldly determination of the value of our life based on that. Instead of the ultimate grace that God has poured out on our life. That he's offered to us to live in. If you're being too hard on yourself, today's the day to stop it. And you might think, gee... That's what I've been doing, and now you're on my case, too. I can't get a break. Well, i got to get on your case so that you won't get on your case. (laughs) I'm picturing a cartoon character. I'm safe in saying this because a cartoon character can't really feel pain. But it's like a cartoon character is taking a cigarette 
and just burning their arm, burning their arm. You're bad, you're bad, you're bad. Well, sometimes it takes somebody else with a two by four to smack you upside the head to wake you up to say, stop that, you are not bad. You may be done bad things, but that doesn't need to be the pattern anymore. And that two by four is gonna be your friend right now. Well, Rusty James might just be the two by four. And don't think that I haven't had to do this with my own self. So we're all on the same page when it comes to this kind of thing. Cut it out. Jesus Christ knew you and he formed you in the womb. He knew what you're capable of in the natural, and he knows what you're capable of when you tap into the spirit. And you know what? When you tap into the spirit, there ain't no stopping you. So quit. You need to put that cigarette down. Quit the self-judgment. Accept the grace God has poured over your life. And get in tune with him so you can hear what the next step is. Isn't there a scripture verse about the dog going to its own vomit? Well, let's get away from the the vile stuff that we spew. The untruths that we seem so comfortable in spewing. I don't know why it's so hard for us to accept the the free gift of salvation and and what God has for us when the alternative Well, I know why. It's because we don't see the alternative as vomit. We just see it as the way life is. And we almost take pride in how bad things have to be for us because, you know, have pity on me. Well, God had pity on sinners. But like the woman that was caught in adultery, he said, go and sin no more. Viewing yourself with the wrong set of eyes is sin. It's not seeing things as they truly are. So, Lord, thank you for seeing us the way you intended us to be, the way you created us to be, whole and in a good relationship with you. I pray that everyone who's hearing this today gets a new, I don't know, respect a new honor for what you did when you gave your life for us. And then consequently a new honor when we view ourselves as a created being, someone who is a new creation because of what you've done. Lord, help us to honor that and honor ourselves, not the stupid things we do, and the mistakes we made. But Lord, help us to honor that potential that you've put into our lives. This potential of being like Christ. Thank you so much for your word and that you have forgiven us no matter what we've done. You've forgiven us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, everyone. Stay in that word and you live in peace. Pray for those who persecute you. And the God of creation loves you, has forgiven you, and has set your feet on a solid place 
You know, you can't dance if you're in the sand and in the soft place. But he's put your feet on solid ground, so dance! Dance, I tell you! And I will see you on the flip.